This is a 980 CKNW podcast. It's that time of the morning where we check in with Claire Newell, the president of Travel Best Fence. Good morning to you. Good morning, Jill. Did the bunny find you this morning? Not yet. Happy Easter. <laughs> I'm hoping. Not yet. Oh, you got in way too early, that means. <laughs> yes. He'll, he'll be there. Don't you worry. Exactly. He's had a few hours now to uh, stop by. So hopefully when I get home. Yeah. Now, I know um, today we are going to be talking about um, how to get a good airplane seat and what difference that makes on your vacation. And I know that you have recently done quite a long haul trip. And I just came back from a long haul trip and I'm going another on another one next Saturday. Um, there is no doubt in my mind, having done that, that a seat and a good seat on an aircraft uh, can change the, the, basically it's just, it, for me, it takes a vacation from good to great because getting there and the journeys is part of the, part of the process. Oh, exactly. And I think it's, uh, and, and we've talked about this before, it's personal preference. If you like the window seat to curl up and fall asleep, you know, you're not going to be getting up to use the bathroom several times. So some people like the aisle seat for opposite uh, reasons, but choosing, picking that seat that is that is as perfect, it's not going to be comfortable, probably not going to be the best time, but as good as it can get for you. Yeah, exactly. So my husband and I just got back from ten day a 10-day trip. We were actually traveling my son was playing rugby in South America so I basically took it as the opportunity to say hmm I haven't been to those countries I think we're going to be going down there so we did 35,000 kilometers eight flights 10 days and I can tell you I can't I visited the website seatguru.com over and over again so if you have never used this before you've got to download the app or at least go to the website what it does it gives you an idea of the layout of the aircraft so it's for almost every single airline and aircraft that they actually fly including the day so you pick the day and the time that you're flying and it shows you the aircraft and it's really accurate and the fact of the matter is that not all seats are created equal and seat guru will tell you which of those airlines and planes and seats have more leg room which ones recline which ones are close to the galley Um, it's just, it will give you a much better in-flight experience. So one of the couple of things I actually look out for are, I love exit rows, but often there are two rows of exit rows mid uh, aircraft, depending on how, how big the aircraft is. And usually the front of those two aircraft, the first of those rows don't recline. Um, but they still have the extra legroom. And my husband and I did that on a daytime flight between Buenos Aires and Iguazu Falls in Brazil. And it didn't matter to us that it didn't recline because it was during the day. We weren't trying to sleep. But that extra legroom was really worth it for my husband, who's six foot four. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is I, I like the bulkhead in some cases. But often those seats, they have a wall in front of them. And you can't put your secondary bag, the one that's like your backpack, purse, briefcase that goes under the seat in front of you. And they normally, there's not that much room in the overhead bin. So you get, your, but you don't get that smaller one and you don't have access to it for takeoff and landing, which is super annoying because I like my headphones and I like all sorts of things. So I really am very specific on the, the seat that I like and seat guru really shows me that. 
I've also found with Seat Guru, if you're choosing seats on the actual airline website, uh, you can choose your seats. But sometimes, and I know they do this because nobody wants to sit beside the washroom. And the washrooms sometimes I find aren't shown on the actual airline website, whereas Seat Guru will show you if that seat looks great. But oh, wait a minute. No, the bathrooms are right there. And who wants to sit next to the bathrooms on a long haul flight? That or I totally agree with you because people are lined up and sometimes it's two, three, four people deep, even though the in-flight crew really hate that. Um, so that's one thing. And I also don't like to be by the galley. It's noisy while they're preparing for um, drink or meal service. Now, that said, another couple of things I always look for, and there's a website called RootHappy.com. Really cool site because it, it does show fares and schedules, but it also displays flights based on what they call their happiness score, which I think is kind of a cool thing. It ranks the system on a whole number of factors that are important to flyers, like, of course, the seat types, but the entertainment options, seat configurations, and Wi-Fi, plus a whole lot of other other things. Um, okay, I have to tell you, my husband and I actually missed a flight for the first time. We have never <laughs> missed a flight. It was not our fault. We didn't get up late. Um, it was a, a connection because of a, a flight that was an hour delayed in takeoff, and we only had an hour connection um, to get on our next one. So it was just so stressful for me who's I'm a Virgo I like everything organized and this was out of my hands and it was really annoying luckily we were able to get on to another flight that got us there about two hours later which is really not that bad um we were lucky enough to get some pretty good seats we thought that because we were on that misconnection we were going to have the worst seats on the aircraft um luckily it was a very big aircraft that was quite empty but often going, the reason I'm telling you this is because often going on an uh, uh, undesirable time of day can work. This was a really late flight. So overnight flights, red-eye flights, the ones that are really, really early in the morning, when they're less busy, you often have a better chance of getting a bit more room. So on this uh, trip that we were going on, there were some friends of ours that were coming the next day into Buenos Aires, and they we actually used all our all of our points to go premium economy, which I must tell you was really great, but they were economy. The flight was not full. And so they each got two seats, which is so great. So going at a, a, you know, a less busy time can really pay off because they probably had as much or more room that we did paying premium economy. Yeah, that's a, that's a great when you can make make that happen. Um, it also depends what day you fly. Right. And so um, times of the day, uh, as well as the what what days of the week. And often I find that the midweek flights are less busy. The Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. You know, it's the people leaving on Friday, Saturday, or coming back Sunday, Monday for those weekend trips that will make a flight really, really busy. Um, now I also wanted to quickly touch base. I'm not sure how much time we have, Jill. You just keep me straight on this, we're good. Um, but we're good. Okay. A lot of people hate the fact that they have to pay for seat selection and I do. It's annoying, but I really recommend that you do it. I have been working in the travel industry for a long time. And since this came into play, I have seen families separated 
I've seen couples on their honeymoon separated. So what I suggest is that when you are booking, right at the time that you um, you pay for your flight, go in and do your seat selection. It's free. I get it within 24 hours. Like so that at the point that you check in. So 24 hours of your scheduled departures, but honestly, the chance in some, some flights, especially when they're really busy, the chances of you getting a good seat, like a really desirable seat, like an exit row or a bulkhead or even an aisle are pretty slim that late in the game. So you really are better off paying the extra, say 25, sometimes it's 50. I know I hate it too, but depending on the airline, just to pre-assign that seat before just right when you book your ticket. So remember though, you got to go to seat guru first and then you go in and you pay for your ticket. <laughs> exactly. All right, let's get people traveling. Okay. Um, I have so many good deals today, but the first one I thought that I would um, let you in on is an Okanagan wine tour package. This has been so popular for the past little while. Right now, this is until June the 18th. I'll find a package that... Um, is for later, but this is you. What you do is you choose from three places to go: Naramata, though Naramata Bench is so great. Um, Summerland, also a beautiful spot for wineries, and Kelowna, which is kind of the heart of wine region uh, in the Okanagan. So what you do is you drive up there and you check into your hotel, and you've got two nights stay at the hotel. Then you one of the days you do a five-hour wine tour. It's all planned for you. And the transportation is included so you can partake in the wine tastings and not worry about driving your own vehicle. Um, it's really popular for couples, um, groups of girls or guys going up. Some of them golf on the side. Uh, it's $2.99. The taxes are $53 per person and it works out to $3.52 per person for that three day, two night getaway for um, a wine tour. The next one I've got is a six night Alaska cruise. So, Jill, this is really a last minute deal when it comes to cruising, but if you can do it, it is an unbelievable deal. There's nothing like it in the market right now. It's leaving on May the 6th. Odd thing about this, it's six nights rather than the typical seven night round trip from Vancouver, but it's on sale for $569. I originally saw it for $649. The price dropped. It's $569 taxes of $258. So $827 all in, keeping in mind, you walk on the ship in Vancouver, you walk off, it includes your meals, entertainment, accommodation, all for like $827, great deal. Mm -hmm. um, the next one I've got, also a cruise, and I think this is a great part of the world to see via cruise, and it's seeing the Canary Islands and Morocco. It's a 12-night cruise leaving September the 29th. It includes your air 12-night cruise transfers and a $25 onboard credit. It's $25.99 for a 12-night cruise to that part of the world. It's a goodbye. Taxes ugly to Europe at the moment. 20 uh sorry, 7.98. So all in it's 33.97. And the next one I've got is a real bucket list trip. So this is to northern Tuscany, uh, so Northern Italy and then Tuscany, and it's fully escorted. So there's a couple that um, work with our organization and they do this all year long. They're, they're taking groups and there's a, they've got a real following. This is almost sold out, but it's a great buy. Um, October the 1st, it is your airfare 
10 nights in Vicenza, uh, seven nights in Tuscany, four nights in Rome, your breakfast every day, all transfers. Keep in mind with the airfare, it's $34.49, taxes of $6.70. So again, bucket list trip, $41.19 all in for that trip. All right. Some great deals. And Claire, people can get more information on the website. Great to talk to you on this Easter Sunday, and we will check in with you again next weekend. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.